We back Episode 15 Cuttlefish Podcast CXS Original host Ramad And Deji We're about to kick it right now Let's rock out so there's no bystanders system let's uh let's get started man big facts uh, you know if you still if you listening at this point you're a real one you shouts out to you because you came back for that content i appreciate anyone out there in the audience haters likers whatever you're listening uh, you shouldn't be hating if you hating look in the mirror <laughs> spit at it <laughs> but nah shouts out to everybody listening it's all love, CXF, Cuttlefish Podcast. Go tell somebody about it. Um, we're going to jump back in to this content and bring it to you live and direct. So what are we talking about today, Jay? Uh, There's a lot been going on. A lot. A lot. Um, what are we going to talk about? Well, it's been like, a, well, I guess we'll briefly go over what's been taking so long. Niggas got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. Responsibilities and whatnot. <laughs> um, full-time students. Working, grinding. Oh, technically, technically doing something yeah. full time all my life though. There's so many aspects you gotta do to keep your person maintained. Yeah, trying to live morally out here, you know, get a good edumacation. It's always vital. One of the ways to move up in society and whatnot, and also uh, physically too. You gotta make sure that you're in peak physical conditioning because. Oh yeah, Ooh, bro. you don't know when you're gonna be tested, and you gotta be ready for those variables when they pop up. Like the Wu Tang said, "Protect your neck." You know, take control of your health before it's too late, cause uh, you don't know when you're gonna croak. So, watch out. Uh, I don't wanna go straight into death, but that's what's on my mind after I said that. Man, um, this is just a cautionary tale. Um, a Sacramento citizen. Uh, I'm gonna try to be as vague as possible. Dude was his fucking he drowned, fell into the river and drowned like a fucking a grown man, like our age. That's some shit you don't hear about. And you think it can't happen to you, but this water ain't no joke. You can't can't swim, stay out the water. Stay out the water in general, keep it hunting. If it's not an ocean or a swimming pool, you sus. Thanks for that antidote. Yeah, I'm like, anything, <laughs> rest in peace. I'm just saying, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that is it's insane. Hell of a way to go. Yeah, if you know who I'm talking about, hit the GoFundMe. Uh, that shit's out there helping to help him out. That's a that's a rough story. That shit was in Sack B the other day. But, uh, all right, past that, what else been going on? I guess we could stay on tragedy tip. Shouts out, uh, not shouts out, but uh, rest in peace to all those who lost their lives in New Zealand. Oh, my God. I want to talk about Instagram for a second because I had live, 
I had somebody screen record the live stream, so I still have the video of the shooting. And if you ain't see it, it's some horrific shit. I tried to post it to my Instagram. It was up there like 10 minutes and got decent amount of traffic. I want to say it got a thousand views and people were like commenting from that area because I, I did the right hashtags. I did the location. I was trying to really get it out there. Don't judge me for that. Who's I just wanted it to be seen because hearing about things like this ain't really justice sometimes. You got to really witness the depravity. But uh, yeah, that's enough of on a dark note, we were talking about what we've been going for a while. Yeah. Let's, thank you for the rabbit hole detour. That's, it happens. That was even a good follow up. Like from topic to top, that it got progressively worse. Well, and I think now that it's out of the way, we don't have to venture back. Good point. Oh Jesus! Oh, one moment. <laughs> God damn. Well, everybody's working. I started a new job in the inner city. Um, as they say, I'm trying to remain vague for confidentiality purposes. I'm an after-school program teacher, and that shit's hectic, boy. You got fifth and sixth graders. Man, these kids will say anything, do anything. Doesn't leave me with much hope. <laughs> I'm going <gonna cut. laughs> to cut some of that. Yeah, but your health is vital. You, that That's a serious thing. Like, you should be working out. Um, doing some type of exercise. I think that just improves, like, gives you another thing to, like, look forward to in your day. Definitely helps with de-stress. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of cognitive... Even cardiovascular activity is good for you, too. You live longer. And that's the bottom line. And you'll live a more... Not to say that it's easy to live a healthier life, because the diet is very difficult. And it does cost. That's, like, the hardest part. Yeah, but a uh, good gym membership if you're trying to cut costs. Uh, Planet Fitness is solid. They do like the $10 a month. This is definitely worth it. If you're a student, shouts out to the well. I'm at Sac State. That's how I'm getting my uh, physical fitness in these days. It's pretty cool. It's a lot of stuff. Um, everyone, there's a 24-hour fitness membership. Those are almost everywhere. That's convenient. Costco deal, two years for like four fifty. Not bad. Yeah, it could be worse. So yeah, that's uh, that's the body improvement segment. Uh, what else was there? What did I say? Uh, Black History Month. Yeah, that's exactly um, what was on my mind. It's, it's, I know we late. It's March twenty second, but uh, Black History Month flew by as it usually does, considering it's February shorts month of the year that's cold blood shit but um uh, yeah. wasn't a really positive one for the black community not really um cause that was the same month they convicted R. Kelly right well he didn't get convicted but that was when the little right. documentary was popping off and I think oh, he yeah, got arrested yeah, yeah, yeah. arrested that's what and I Juicy Small oh Jesse Smollett <laughs> was uh <laughs> He was pulling the okie doke. He pulled a fast one, as they say. That's some wild shit. He perpetuated hate crime against himself because he wanted more parts on Empire. And he got 16 felonies for it. <laughs> I'm going to say that's excessive. <laughs> they threw the book at that nigga. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. I have watched a couple seasons of Empire. After a while, it just became too much. I was oh, never messing with that damn Fox shit. Yeah, Fox is a lot. Trying to do the most. That's crazy, though, for, like, you actually put attention on you for that specific thing. I mean, it's crazy. He thought that was going to work. And it was just going to go over smooth and everybody was going to ride for him. Well, it wasn't even well planned. That was I'm like the black Tupac. I'm the or excuse me, excuse me. He's like, I'm the gay Tupac. Oh, that's but, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so he was wildin'. Wildin'. Luckily. Oh shit, we talk about Takashi telling all everybody, but that's that's been burnt out through the fucking mud too. If you don't know by now, Takashi ratted. I don't blame him. I mean, I don't know. It's part of the game. These are the games they play. Shoot. If you're in the position, I bet you probably would too. Makes tail. I mean, it depends on circumstances, but it was definitely some treacherous, diabolical. I don't condone it, I ain't, <laughs> but I get it. I guess. and it's not surprising to look at him. You think he was gonna sit? And especially considering what the niggas in his camp allegedly was trying to. So they said they want to super violate him, <laughs> or extra violate. They did. They said something through like a recorded phone call. So yeah, they everybody had to come out. Trayway. I'm just waiting for the album. Get <laughs> a little secret release. Nah, I don't even fuck with six nine. Man, I can't let you go in the gym. Turn on Gummo, Cuda. It's crazy. I never even thought about this. Cuda is the nigga he told on when he was setting up that shooting that like Chief Keith's cousin he was like I got a 30 pack on him right now sent Koo to go go shoot that nigga for 20 bands and then he tell on Koo <laughs> that's crazy uh, I know that nigga Koo sick <laughs> it was all good just a week ago but uh what else is going on we covered these rats and snitches uh let's see there's it's been popping in Sacramento. Not a damn thing. Niggas been dying. Okay. That's all that's happening. I'm going to chill from there. I ain't going to go into all the detail. Uh, I don't know. We're going to damn near take a quick intermission. I think where we fuck up is when you say what's there going on or whatever. I think we should Speaking of games, motherfuckers play. Uh, shit, lectures coming up. What, another year? Till next November? Yep. A lot of Democrats out here, uh, politicking. Trying to get a lot of people's votes. I've seen a lot of Breakfast Club interviews. All the Democratic nominees coming out, shaking hands, listening to rap up. Now that you mentioned it, they are doing a hard run. Are there any Republican candidates that are out here, like... Doing a hard press run like I that. I think Trump is the only thing they pushing. <laughs> and I wouldn't really know. I don't keep up with the Republican side. Or they just not as publicized. But I'm pretty sure it's just Trump. They like, we cool with who's in the White House now. This racist xenophobe. <laughs> Bastard. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. We'll see, though. I mean. But a lot a lot of pandering. A lot of caping. <laughs> uh, I'm not for these uh, mixed presidents. Just voting for them because they black. We saw what happened with Obama. 
shit ain't working out too well. He ain't do shit specifically for black folk. Anybody want to argue about Obama's president? He ain't do nothing specifically for blacks. And I ain't rocking for you with that. So I'm going to need some tangibles <laughs> to get my vote. I ain't vote for Obama back then. Was I old enough in 20, what, his last election was 2016? Are you talking about his first one or his last one? Last one, because I don't think I was yeah, of age. I think it was 2016. So yeah. Yeah, I was 18. You know, still ain't vote, and I probably ain't going to vote this election. Unless, I don't know, Andrew Yang seems promising. Y'all should check out the Rogan interviews talking about actual problems. <laughs> and a $1,000 tax credit every month be solid shit about the racial uh like wealth gap but it'll stop <laughs> but uh I doubt homie's gonna win though mm. Bernie Sanders is still out here politicking crazy Bernie <laughs> is that really what they call him that's what like Trump calls him that's funny <laughs> crazy Bernie I don't know shit if he was so good with my MLK why he ain't get assassinated like the rest of everybody all, all my heroes is dead <laughs> shit keep on everybody who I'll be like oh this was a black hero they kill him or they've died by now last one was damn near Dick Gregory outside of like yourself you be your own hero and your family and such but you know y'all know who I'm talking about the Malcolm X's the Elijah Muhammad uh, Elijah Muhammad's kind of gray area <laughs> But let's say Martin Luther King's, <laughs> Stokely Carmichael's, Maker Evers, um, Dick Gregory, the list goes on. Yeah. Yeah, that does. Oh, Marcus Garvey, right? Shouts out to Marcus Garvey. Yeah. The last uh, Pan-African that's not really wrong. Because problem, my problem with Pan-Africanism, if, if you're not aware, I know this isn't a history lesson, it's the Cuttlefish Podcast, but you never know where these tangents going to lead. Um, it's always like the blacks out here got to politic and kind of like build a bridge. And it's like, man, what the fuck? Y'all got the land. Y'all got the resources and whatnot. Y'all got to get unified over there and then send out a boat and be like, all right, we've come to help. And like, if shit, they owe us reparations. Everybody owes reparations. It's a fucking the Americans, the colonizers, and the niggas who just sat back and watched it happen. Like, some of y'all got to had to... Um, like succeed, not succeeded. What's the word I'm looking for? Benefited uh, from turning their back and selling the <laughs> niggas out, literally. So I'm like, y'all over reparations too. You got grease palms in order for people to look the other way. So yeah. I'm saying, I don't like when immigrants talk down on. Yeah, man. Talk down on what? I don't like black people in general. Oh yeah, that's not appreciated. Because I'm like, man, you ain't, you ain't. You don't get it. You've only been fed what you've seen on TV and shallow experiences. You don't know how deep this shit go. But I don't want to get off on that tangent. Because uh, immigrants is being held up very extremely, like, highly in the news between what's happening with these uh, concentration camps taking, like, all these undocumented children and shit. Oh, yeah. People trying to get in the country. That shit is twisted. Uh, I call it, that's a concentration camp. That shit is Belson Belson Dachau and shit that's wow they still get word on those what do you mean like there's still an information pipeline about those camps uh, reports come out here and there weekly like oh 
sexual assault running around. <laughs> uh, oh, we don't know where the kids are. Or, or oh, we will never be able to reconnect them with their parents. There's never no good news. So that shit's awful, for, even for the people who are getting out. And then we saw what shit, the shit happened in New Zealand. That's some white supremacist terrorist attack. That shit happened way too commonly now. And um, I know the Muslims were saying it was like, oh, this won't um, scare us from like still doing mass gatherings and shit. But I'm like, if you find yourself at any location, well, I guess I ain't going to say any location because school, I don't want to be sound like a hypocrite because that's just as uh, bad. But I don't think school's got as much of a target like these mosques and synagogues and shit do like religious places we're, yeah we're gonna say we're in religion because this is getting capped over it it's pretty crazy um yeah bro but um y'all like fish in a barrel yeah i don't know if y'all y'all probably didn't see the christ church shooting because they took it off facebook instagram hella quick i got the the video oh, okay. on my phone i got the live stream when that shit was going on my brother had the foresight to uh screen record it and then he sent it to me, so I got it. I tried to post it on Instagram, but it got uh, flagged so much, it got removed. But I'm like, it's all right. I still look at it from time to time. Shit's a movie. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm just like, all them people, it was literally, nobody was armed, apparently. I can't, I'm too paranoid. If I was going to a mosque, and I'm just around all my countrymen, all my fellow brothers and sisters, I'm still having it on me. If I was in a predicament, but... They just banned all the ARs and shit from New Zealand, so see how it go. What's your take? My take is I thought the killer was a little too calculated. I thought it was like well too like thought out. Like not in the sense of like nobody's capable of doing it, but in the sense of like cause. I just feel like the cause just didn't match like the typical I'm on like some white power even like on some schizophrenic shit. I feel like there's definitely a reason behind it. God, I don't, I have no clue what that shit is, but like, yeah, religion is a it's a very slippery slope. I think the best policy is just to treat everybody with like some suitable degrees of compassion and like understanding, just like first time through. I mean, what they do after the first um, engage or what is it? encounter first encounter that's different i mean you still gotta take it for what it is observe and till they've done wrong but damn you can at least like smile and like be reasonable about it especially if it's like someone that looks just like you like all your brothers and sisters that look essentially like you like especially in terms of black people yeah. at least like give a good common greeting you need to learn how to talk to each other not too because i'm sick of these Niggas that can't look you in the face, look you in the eye, and y'all walk right by each other, be in the elevator together, yeah. cross paths, bumping, anything <laughs> happen, and it's just like no contact. And then when I'm surrounded by other racial groups, they so friendly, and it just makes me like perplexed about my own. It's like why can't we be like this? Should happen at state? I could be walking to a class, and I could walk past five black brothers or girls, usually dudes. Because I get the girl aspect. Niggas is crazy. You can't just talk to people these days. I might be a weirdo. I get that. But if we... We both students. It's not like we, we in some neighborhood type shit where I don't know where you from. You know, like, nigga, we, we students. We are both in the same uh, zeitgeist and the same trials and tribulations. So there should be some community there. But nah, I walk past these niggas.
I, I, I try to do head nods. I'll be like, what's up? Sometimes they say, what's up? If I like am close enough where they hear me, but I, even eye contact physical, just be like, what's up? What's up? Shit don't happen enough. But then I get into the elevator and Chinese dude's like, hey, how you doing, man? <laughs> where, where are you going? Are you, are you got class? How's this semester been treating you? And this is like dead ass. Man. And, it, and that shit warmed my heart. I was like, oh, man, I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I was like, fist bumped him, gave him a pound, like straight dapped up this dude. At the end of my uh, awkward elevator, little encounter, and just made me think back. Hmm. Shit, need to have more off one other. We show them. Yeah. yeah, it would be appreciated. Uh, but to um, recap, back to voting. There's a lot to take in. There's so much information when you think about it for like being um, and not as enough political awareness that you would expect. Like how am I? Like you know, in terms of like preparing for like legislation and like what you should do. I mean, it does come in advance, but still, in terms of, like, a steady pipeline, like, you would think it'd be convenient, like, website. Considering all the BS information that exactly. comes through your phone every mm-hmm. day, you should know about, hey, this law is about to get passed, and this date, it's going to affect you. Pretty suppressed. Pretty suppressed. Same with voter suppression, but the problem is, it's a rigged system, like, just with Electoral College and, like, the way the Senate's set up, there's only two, um, like senators per state, regardless of the state's population. That yeah. means somebody in North Dakota with have the uh, same uh, representation yeah. as someone in, in California. Uh, yeah, and it makes no sense at all. That's why these random swing states, as they call them, can just fuck up a whole election. And it's like majority of the people out here, and the majority of people that matter. If you're out in California, you're doing something productive for the most part. Did they really start voting after the Civil War? Uh, I don't know. Huh. What do you mean, like, that's when they first started having elections? I'm just seeing of when, like, the swing states were formed. No. No? Well, no, it's, yeah, it's probably all them, uh, confederacy-ass states, the niggas who... Won. I mean, not even in terms of confederacy, but people that have, like, tr- traditionally strong, like, white populations in it. Well, not too. definitely. So, there's that. Yeah, that's more of an issue. But, um colonizers ago yeah uh, clearly it's not it doesn't even have everyone's best interest at it like I was just watching this video the other day like Dolores um, I think it was it right there Dolores worked with um, Cesar Chavez and created that farmers union for like undocumented workers and stuff Solid. very good work but um, you see that it's like still like an advantageous business if you're like the owner of like the field they're working you know what I'm saying like um they kept on saying they should have like equal like you know sharing the wealth of what's like the crop exactly mm-hmm. but exactly. not sharecropping exactly you gonna work on this farm and I'm gonna pay you this wage and when all this stuff grow from your labor I'm gonna sell it for way more and you gonna come back next season and we gonna keep keep going and your kids gonna be doing it's the same okie doke this is just uh but nah that was a quick break because my old uh shit if y'all a true fan y'all remember back in the day when i was working at behavior therapy and i had this uh patient but well, we still talk i'm still uh influencing this young kid's life he joined high, he's in high school now mm-hmm. he chilling but nah he facetimes me randomly at night and i usually decline because 
I ain't trying to talk to nobody. Uh, speaking of which, um, recently this girl in my class, she was asking me my opinion of um, working with, what was it? There's some type of like behavioral therapy. Autistic. I think wow. it was autistic, but I don't know like what the full name of the center Applied was. behavioral analysis style of therapy, probably. Mm. Yeah, so she was asking me my opinion. I'm like, if you want to do it, by all means, you know, do it. If you think it's going to help you get closer to whatever your like, goal of doing or whatever you have in mind. But um, I told her, just don't get set with like the most difficult kid there. You know what I'm saying? It can be very rewarding. Work. I think it can be rewarding, but like you don't want to be overwhelmed on your first time yeah, doing but it. But it can also get overwhelming, and you can feel like you're punching at a wall, figuratively speaking, <laughs> and you're not seeing the wall really cave in. Like you're just at this battle daily. <laughs> and sometimes the wall caves in, sometimes it don't. I don't know. That's not the style of therapy I would want to do as a career. Mm. It's something I could always go back to when I need a quick job. The same way I'm back at after school programs. Like, I'm doing this for money, trying to pay my way through college. But it's not a career that I would really want to do. Because you're, you're, you're putting yourself in a very volatile, unpredicting, unpredict, unpredicting, or unpredictive. Unpredictable? Unpredictable. It neither. Thanks. Very unpredictable situation that can turn hectic fast some people like that type of shit some people get fed up with it quickly I'm the last that's true everyone got their own super personality types or whatever they're doing but um and they'll never pay you for what it's worth nah that's goes that's true for every job you want these pockets yeah go ahead but um no, that's true for every job they will never pay you what you're worth that's the point of it being called a job and you receiving a wage for it because if there's no incentive, you're just going to be paid the amount that anybody else would have been paid, then shit, we probably wouldn't even be... There would be no point for money. No point for currency. Well, when the singularity hit, there won't be no point in currency. That's just a crazy theory. When AI really just is out of human control, it takes things up a notch. And we might not just... There's going to be a lot of jobs that there just won't need people to do. I don't know if, like, we'll ever get to that true singularity thing. Because I feel like they'd have to do so much, like, crop dusting in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Of, like, the people that they actually want left around. I mean, that's if that's like having the pessimistic dystopian. Like, if it comes to they're just killing mass amounts of people. I don't think they'll be killing mass amounts of people. But I just do think that, like, what is it? There's, like, a movie. Where, like, all the people were living on Earth when it's all fucked up and shit. Like, you know, hella junky, obviously. Uh, District 9. District 9, exactly. Well, that's not what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed to look like the opposite of District 9. That's not the singularity. Uh, yeah. District 9, they kept going into, like, an industrial... They kept industrializing to the point where they ran out of resources and the planet was just too far. We trying to get to a point where technology... I get what you're saying, but do you honestly think that the Earth is not going to be even destroyed in this process, or even at least like unhabitable? It will be uninhabitable for a couple of like areas, if not the whole planet. Oh, that'd be fair. Maybe. Yeah, but no, I mean, there's there's areas now. There's areas in the next ten years that are about to become uninhabitable. It's gonna be so hot in India. It's gonna be sweltering heat, boy. It's gonna be like one 
40 they're pro projecting at certain times in the summer. Humidity levels high as mother. You know what got me aware? Like, so all these fires made me think of, um, you know, how you can't, like, or how, like, these conditions take years off your life. Like, I know living That's in some type of, like, cities and stuff. Just normal cities, stuff that don't even have, like, fires and stuff. Like, just from, like, the amount of car usage and whatnot. Those mm -hmm. cars at Jack's just, like, definitely deteriorate in, like, your years and stuff. I want to sue PG&E because who's to say that everybody who lives in Sacramento didn't just get five years taken off their life for breathing all that damn toxic hell fire <laughs> for, like, three weeks straight. Or however long that shit was out. That shit was crazy. <laughs> Looked like hell. <laughs> Looked like the apocalypse. Looked like you was going to see niggas in hoodies and horses with scythes on their back <laughs> galloping down the streets. Yeah, it looked like, what was that, Batman Begins when they had all that smoke in the street and yeah. people choking and dying and shit. Shit, I just hope we don't get flooded out. There's plenty of natural disasters that could take place over here. A solar storm that wipe us all out. The super volcano in Utah, I think that's where it's at. Yeah, very rough. Should block out the sun. Have another ice. They, uh, now this is getting hella over some people's head, probably. But nah, niggas like asteroids, don't y'all? Don't y'all like hearing about asteroids? Alright, there was an impact 12,500 years ago. They said, like, the size of damn near Iceland. Nah, I'm exaggerating. Probably like 50 miles across, 50 miles wide. You know, some shells looking all rogan. But nah, they were saying that shit, that's what, like, was responsible for wiping out the early um, like Egyptians, Aztecs, all that like period of time that kind of just got stunted and developed. Not really? It's a new theory coming out that that's like it happened from an asteroid hit and that's only what, 12,500 years ago? That ain't that long. Considering the grand scheme like if we ever got hit by an asteroid ain't much you can do about that. Bad way to go out. Just like drowning. I was reading the Sacramento Bee and that nigga's obituary motherfucker fell into the river and drowned that's some cold shit <laughs> said uh damn alright yeah but um it just makes me think I don't even first of all nah I'm not even gonna be in water like that I can't handle that much current especially in like terms of rainy season and whatnot. it's cool like I'm not swimming in the river first. It, I've seen it's just too dirty. I'd rather deal with now. This is gonna sound probably. I don't know. I'd rather deal with tide than current, and not to say that there isn't currents in the ocean because obviously there are. But like a river, is always seems sus to me because a river is. Well, you can't see the currents. Yeah, it's to lead out to the ocean. So, as soon as you in it, you're just in a big, damn near sink. The earth sink. <laughs> All the shit run out through the sink and try to get back into the ocean. So I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I'm like swimming with the ocean and you got the tide. You can, you can go in with the tide, catch this fucking surf. You can do all types of shit. It's just more practical. Things who swim in the river risking too much. Mm, yeah, I've just never Swamp been a fan. Oh, uh, back to the voting. What was I gonna say? The um, no, not even voting. I think in terms of society and like um, 
who gets treated and who like loses like funding and stuff like that even in terms of like social security and old people you know like social security funds not being as much or even as needed as possible and then um you think of uh you know the people out here on the street and then like you know schizophrenics and people that clearly need help and like they don't have a center to really address these you know what i'm saying like a uniform body that could like you know i mean that's what mental health professionals are here for but they're not that's true but clean up homeless people off yeah i get there's not yeah there's not a strong clinical presence i want to say in terms of yeah that's a hard problem though because some would say just build them a house it's cheaper in the long run but some would also say well we can't just give a nigga a house I don't mean give people houses, but definitely de- like dedicate centers to like helping them. They got those. They got homeless shelters and shit. You they have to take it another step of division. People. You know what I'm saying? Homeless people don't even want to go to the homeless. <laughs> they, they'd rather be on the street. <laughs> or the wait list. You gotta wait two years. It's like, yeah, be homeless for two years, and then we'll give you a bed. I'm not saying. All right, I'm just saying that. Schizophrenic, like, you know, not even just Yeah, I was about to say, leave like... these schizophrenics to go well. You drilling them, niggas. All these niggas with mental health issues. All people with mental health issues. Or even people who ain't got mental health issues. Living on the street, they don't even give you a mental health issue. I would surmise. Theorize. I'm just saying, my whole point was alluding to, um, people say, like, Reagan took the crazy hospitals away and stuff like that. Not to say that's like um, well, the proper term. Lobotomies and electro. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely not the. But I think with modern day techniques and like care and whatnot, I think it'd even be profitable in the long run too. Oh, yeah, with less I'm, people on the street. I'm for it. Now. I got degrees in psychology. I'm trying. I'm gonna get a check. Not to say that's not gonna be messy or like. We can make it. We can make it work. Yeah. The shit they have now is messy. Yeah, but the stuff that gets funded. Subsidize and I want more mental health. You know what Cedar was telling me the other day? He said one time when he was in class, um, people have different conceptions of how like the US spends like their budget for the year. These uh military people were saying that um what was it? That they spend too much on funding schools. They, they spend majority money on the military. Yeah, we're a military industrial complex. Majority. Like, um it's in the it's in the name, like People have, there's just so many, like, misguided representations. I don't even know where you come up with that kind of idea, but... Unless you want shit like Breitbart. Yeah, I probably could even be in that classroom to even defend that statement or give it... Yeah, I'd be minding my business because I ain't got time yeah. to argue. I've realized that a lot. Back and forth with you, niggas. If you don't know, <laughs> you're going to find out. If I see the light and you can be taught and let you understand some shit cool if not I ain't got time for it I'm trying to get a check this ain't about to pay me to educate you so I educate these kids on a daily basis boy do I tell you these 5th and 6th graders we wasn't like this when we was young I'm saying they will straight cuss it to cuss they teach you out man try me bitch <laughs> hey 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 nigga try Wait, what? Man, I've heard, <laughs> heard some shit. This kid has some type of Nigatron? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm standing there and he's like, because <laughs> he damn near only speaks Spanish. His English is all right. 
But uh, he was like, man, Niggatron. I, I added two words. I combined them. Like, hey, man, Bell, shut up, man. I ain't fucking. I just dropped his name. <laughs> Run through that. But, uh, yeah, these damn kids, boy. Niggatron, man. You serious? And they all use the word nigga. And, like, no black kid in the class. Because even in the class, like, an inner city school, the black kid is still a minority, kind of. And everybody uses the N-word. And they don't really bother nobody. And I'm just like, this is crazy. The Asians use it. The Mexicans use it. And it's like, the kids and the girls is twerking and talking about they going to bust down on them. <laughs> oh, boy. <man. laughs> Shit I see on a daily basis. <laughs> Bust out. Man, blue face poison, bro. I'm telling people he's an industry plant. Like, nah. You can't even... It seemed like he did try to, like, take Takashi's spot. It's a very calculated move. Just even the song title, Thotiana, that brings a certain attention even to it. Name. But the Big. fact that people were, like, birds and really, like, fuck with this. Like, ride or die. I'm like, y'all need to get the fuck out of face. Yeah, and it was like... It was alright. I remember first the time first I time it. I even heard about Blueface. I'm like, I'm not gonna listen to this nigga. Like, nah. But I don't. I ain't gonna just hate on Blueface. Anymore. I'm not gonna hate on him, but like, you can't put him in like high levels of competition. Like he'll be out here really like riding to this music. I think also the music has something because when we grew up, like music, not in a sense was like always explicit but the explicit version is very like I think available. people were trying harder too it was like, yeah true people were trying to be good at music just like yeah it yeah. wasn't just like I'm gonna make a song and it's catchy it's out. gonna pop yeah. like shoot damn did streaming ruin music I don't know but I don't think it helped not at all well that's a good argument did streaming help or hurt music I mean it helped in probably in terms of content it definitely hurt music cause you have to like the amount the necessary like amounts of production. Yeah, but it turned to product. creators can literally drop it minutes after finishing or tweak it like really the same day they release it. And it's fast, you can just send a song, somebody put them on a verse, like I don't know. There's definitely probably less less collaborative, like the artists don't have to be in the same space anymore. I don't know. I feel like People take, there were longer intervals for between how albums came out and stuff like that. Albums and songs were longer themselves. Streaming definitely influenced like the the three minute. Yeah. Quota. Like the, that was damn near two. Yeah, two fifty. Two fifty. But a good seven minute song still is heat. If you can do it for seven minutes, you're on another level. Them nine minute tracks too, man. Music is. Music is definitely. I'm not gonna say getting better. Like having a bunch of cereals on the market when it's only the five main cereals, they all taste better. You got a hundred cereals, choose from it's like, yeah, fuck cereal. <laughs> I, I don't really like cereal, I can't like for breakfast and don't seem enough. I don't, I, I use my cereal as added ingredients for food. <laughs> if I make oatmeal, I pour my honey bunches of oats into my oatmeal, and that's how I use that cereal. Or I just eat it dry, because I don't drink milk, because I'm not a baby cow. And I don't take cheese on my pizza, because I'm weirdo. That's what they said, uh, we were talking about pizza today in class. 
some kids like, how would how do you like your pizza? I was like, first off, don't put no cheese on it. And they all fucking ooh. And then one kid was like, I should not get that. Cheese is not good. It's like you're a weirdo. I was like, whatever. Just don't dissect your pizza in front of people. It's fucking dis- I can't bear that. I mean, I got used to it. I guess people who haven't seen it aren't, but I'm I'm pretty more I'm slicker with it now. <laughs> I'm slick. I can get it all off in one like rip. But nowadays, if I'm eating pizza, I pay for it, so it ain't gonna have no cheese. If I'm just at a event somewhere, I try to don't even fuck with it. I had like one slice and be polite. Two if I'm hungry. And I just ball up the cheese and pepperonis and shit. Throw it in the trash. I don't want this. Just the bread and the sauce and the crust. People who don't eat the crust on their pizzas, they, they, they're the weirdos. Sometimes that crap be inedible, though. It's never inedible. It's like the pizza itself. It's, it's another piece. Do you eat your full bread bowls? Yeah. What you mean? Are you serious? I had a bread bowl today for breakfast. I had a bread bowl and a flatbread from Panera. It's quite tasty. And I pour the soup in there. You finish the soup before you finish the bread. And then you just start taking bites. Before you know it, you ain't got bread bowl no more. It's quite fire. I eat a lot of carbs. Carbs are like the gasoline in my race car. Keep me going. CXF. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, let me see. I'm going to take a brief intermission. You're listening to Cuttlefish Podcast. I'm looking. My bad. My bad to some Andre Three Stacks and James Blake. You don't know about no damn James Blake. Once again, you're listening to the Cuttlefish Podcast. Always appreciate the listen. Uh, tell your friend, shout out, subscribe, all that good social media shit. Brief intermission. In the meantime, how about y'all listen to some of this James Blake featuring Andre 3000? Where's the catch? Six. I wrote the shit for me.
chill vibes. Man, I miss Andre 3000 rapping like that. Snapping. This just goes to show you, when you're on your Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you listen to, and you're used to listen to, um, don't be afraid to stray from the star. This kid the other day told me those aren't even the stars when I was telling him songs to listen to. He's like, there's no star next to that. I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't need a star. You can't man. rely on these asterisks, it's man. It's not singles, man. It's, you need to really listen to the whole thing, man. Yeah. Man, just for that, we got... Nah, that's, that's not too dark, man. On Offset's album, North Star, with him and CeeLo Green, whew, go listen to that song if you ain't heard it. That song's a cut. There's a lot of good music out there that ain't got no stars by it. Another thing about music, all right, One Punch Man. There's a couple songs out there with One Punch Man, but I think people are starting to abuse it. Kind of like how they abused Goku in Dragon Ball Z. The niggas just need to leave the anime alone if they ain't really respect it. That's I mean, some thing. people are able to hit bars with him. Not to say that it hasn't been done before. People like uh, Rob Stone, solid. No, I'm thinking Rob Stone. That, that's what I'm thinking of, right? Denzel Curry does it. Denzel Curry. Solid. I, I know Trippy jacked up. He was talking some wild shit. I don't know, but but yeah, main point, man. Throw some respect when you're gonna Staying use there. your metaphors and similes. But um, yeah, man. The uh, don't that asterisk thing really threw me for a loop when I heard it. Well, I was just like, I always took those songs, the ones that the label was pushing. And it was like, check these out. And I was like, oh, I mean, I will. I'll get to them. But when I listen to an album, I listen to it front to back, like like a cover of a book. You listen to the first song, the intro, and then you go all the way until you get to the last song. And then you start picking out the standouts and highlights. It depends. Sometimes there's features that I do want to hear, so I click on those first. Yeah, if it's, if it's an album where I'm going to it for the features, that's usually how it'll go. Yeah, I mean, there are many things that I've not, I can't just listen cover to cover to, but sometimes it does give you a place to start by looking at the title of the song. Um, hmm. I kind of want to briefly talk about, nah, we are briefly talking about hell. Are you taking any pre-workouts? Are you taking any supplements? No, I do take supplements, but I think, um, I miss conception about supplements is you're not supposed to take them all the time. I mean, there are some that you take all the time, but pre-workout and protein ain't one of them. And just the other day, I I have to, like, um, I was baffled because this lady was telling the trainer, I always, um, 30 minutes before my workout, I put my pre-workout and my protein together, and I just drink that. And then when I heard that, at first I turned my Ooh. head, I didn't say anything, because I'm like, Shit, I don't want him to get caught up if he'd been telling her the wrong thing. Or just even hearing this was mortifying. And then he's like, oh, no, that's definitely, no, that's not how you do it. Just um, take your pre-workout first and your protein after. And, um, yeah, well, with supplements comes, like, responsibility, just like taking anything in your body. Um, you should read it. Uh, I don't, most things, especially most, um, artificially manufactured things probably should not be taken for long terms. It's yeah. probably just a general rule that you everyone should. You don't rely on I'm, I'm drinking water at the gym and that's it. And I eat food when I'm out the gym. And 
I think that's enough. And I used to rock with BCAs for recovery, but it's like, just be sore. It ain't that big deal. Like, when people can't go to the gym without their pre-workout, I'm like, now you're just relying on these drugs. You, know? <laughs> you need to get your heart burning before you work out. Because when, when, when the situation hit, when you're going to need them skills that you've been honing, because ain't, I, people ain't just in the gym just to look good. People in the gym, when the shit hits the fan, when you got to lift a car door off of you or some wild shit, you got to throw somebody into a fight. You want to be alright. You want you don't want to be like, ah, oh, let me drink my pre workout so I can get in the mood. Nah, man, you, you gotta be ready, in instant. Uh, let me see. Shouts out kettlebells. Um, that's my new, f- damn near favorite workout tool. You know, you can do a lot with a kettlebell and a fucking six foot wall, and you can do a lot with. Man, there's a lot of workouts out there. Look out, free range, exercise, transverse planes. But yeah, I only take um I think in the beginning I was taking it probably one every workout for like a week or two. And after that I realized I didn't have the time really, so I only took it like three times a week and then after that I take it twice a week, but most of the time I don't really do it because it makes me super sweaty. Makes me want to sweat a whole lot more because you're taking like a lot of like shit. So, but I firmly believe that after you work out, you should hit the sauna. It's a good, um, good cleanser. Yeah, that's my only critique of the well. They don't have a sauna. Oh really? I I haven't seen it, and I'm pretty sure I would have seen it. So I'm gonna say they ain't got one. If they do have one, it's just because I don't check every door. <laughs> it's a big place, but I don't think they have. So I haven't seen sauna signs activity. But your saunas are very slept on. Sitting that mud for 20 minutes, just detox, and come out rejuvenated, pours all nice and opened up, go take a nice soothing shower, and sleep yeah. like a baby. It's a good sleep after the sauna. I'm not a fan. I don't, think, I don't think I'll ever try the steam room, but the sauna for sure is. Um, uh, yeah, I ain't the steam room. I don't, I don't, just the same way I don't like jacuzzis, I don't want a wet heat that's circulating the room. That's what I'm inhaling. Yeah, because all that stuff just burns up in the heat, taking in nothing but... It's like you're inhaling flames after a while, but yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's my purgatory. That's where I sit. Yeah, uh, Sacramento, we're going to see that shit in a couple, what, six months. We're going to hit fire season. Uh, some arsonists is going <laughs> to light the meadows on fire. It's going to be jumping off the 405. <laughs> that's great. And it's crazy how close, like, people who probably haven't been to Chico or Paradise or just outside of Sac, they don't realize how close that fire was. That fire was a hop skipping away from burning down and all of a sudden, we'd have been looking just like Paradise. That's like an hour and a half drive. The winds could take up some embers. Ain't nothing you can do about it. And I watched that coverage for a week in L.A., and it was never... Fire is under control. It was, we just trying to contain it. It's never like put it out because you can't put out a wildfire. That's why they call it wildfire. You just contain it and eventually it'll smother itself because it ain't got nothing else to burn. Are you serious? That's the protocol. I thought there was always a chance that it could stop. No, firemen contain fires. They don't stop. And if a, like, if a fire were ever to start in like the hills of LA at like the top and work his way down 
He'll burn through all that shit. Some fireman was on Rogan and was talking about that's like doomsday. <laughs> like, it's the shit no one really thinks about because all it takes is the wind. All it takes is the wind to bring the embers and sparks to some dry patch of dirt. And then everything just spark up around it. It'd be a bad day. But shit, man. How much time we got? This is Cuttlefish Podcast, man. We got an hour mark. We gonna take a. We gonna check. Be right back. But nah, man. We back. We gonna wrap this thing up in about another ten to fifteen minutes. I want to preface this intro with some motivational cuttlefish wisdom, man. This is how you should feel, man. Shoot for the top. Everybody who out here, all these damn athletes, influencers, other people making podcasts, everybody doing their content in Sacramento. Hey, man. Everybody. Do your thing, man. Make a shake. You wanted to fucking walk around these roaches. These niggas is roaches. These niggas is mere motherfucking mortals. I'm trying to push you to supreme being. You don't want to motherfucking... You don't want to embrace your destiny. You want to get by. You don't want to go into the motherfucking dark. Where it's lonely. Where it's lonely. shivers <laughs> but uh yeah we back thanks for listening so far no this episode probably ain't as uh what's the word not detailed it was pretty detailed but organized but hey man you make a podcast and do it better <laughs> and some of y'all took that advice i see i see niggas out here trying to push their own podcast i see you pimping right? do your thing there's room for everybody i suppose but never forget who you got your influence from. Hey, talk that shit, Sway. It's Ron Daisy. We got this shit popping back in April, nigga. Like 2000, what? 17? Was it 2000? Shit. We'll man. have to look back. But we've been at this. I don't know. It might, it might be 2018. Still. <laughs> we still a lot of people's grandfathers in this game. <laughs> Podcast. Oh geez. All right, calm down. Man. All right. What's that dude's name? Jay Prince. Let's. <laughs> uh... Oh yeah. Speaking of Jay Prince, we can talk. He brought it up. Oh. Uh, I don't know. People probably ain't followed this shit, but it was funny. YBN Almighty J. There's a bunch of YBN rap people. I don't even know what YBN stand for, but he was getting stomped out, robbed, just got put through the works out in New York. I think he got beat up like twice the same day. Somebody broke a bottle on his head. It, it just it ain't a good look. And, and it, it, the video's like, hey, that's that YBNJ nigga? Oh, get him. Oh, it just stomped out. They took his chain on some old Riley from the Boondocks, get his chain snatched shit. So, uh, of course, Jay Prince had, I guess, ties with Almighty Jay. And in the Jay Prince manner, got on Facebook or Instagram, put out messages like, look, da 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 da. I need cooperation because New York, yeah, I ain't gonna do the boy Jay like that. 
eventually YBNJ got his chain back due to Jay Prince, which I was, everybody was pretty sure he was eventually going to get the chain back. But still, I don't know how I would feel as to YBN on my J dude. Even though you got money, you got chain, you still had to go to somebody and be like, they took my chain. But yeah, rap is funny. I mean, it became too much of a game. I don't want to see people getting their ass beat like that. Like just. I mean, it's a circus, and people don't know how to move. That's true. That's true. That's the thing. Like, you got to move correct. If you had that many people out for you in New York, you shouldn't be walking around. Maybe it all comes down to that respect thing that, like, the newer generations just don't completely understand. Yeah. It's I like mean, that sense of... Because without it, you have, like, a sense of cockiness, I feel. You I know can what I'm definitely attest to the new generation not having no dance respect for nobody. Not themselves, not their teachers, not their classmates, <laughs> not strangers. They will... Man, boy, these kids are just wild. You see so much every day, you become numb to it. And I feel like I'm a CO, like I'm a prison guard. And I get the prison to pipeline or school to pipeline, like these references now, because I'm on the... I'm on the inside of it, and as like a after school teacher, I I'm the authority figure and this and that, and I got a class of twenty one fifth and sixth graders at my disposal for four hours a day, and it's like wow, there's a lot going on, and shit, you can only be in so many places. They start fights when you ain't looking. <laughs> <laughs> they be, they be plotting on you. <laughs> You'll catch you you'll you'll catch them staring at you from across the corner, whispering, looking at you, and when you look, they try to act like they cool. Like that's that's some that's some suspect shit. Like and they might try to walk up on me with some scissors or something one day. Try to stick my ass. Oh yeah, so if you know anybody doing public education, man, they really trying to. I don't know if provide a service for the future. <laughs> And the humanities and on the morality tip, uh, it's wild. But As they go say, everybody into the jungle. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's something to keep in mind as well. Uh, welcome to the jungle. It's a good way to put it. Damn, where we go before I heard this tangent? You brought up Jay Prince. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jay Prince. That's what it was. Um, yeah, it's. Or we were talking about a little bit about respect. Respect is something that well, there's like a suitable level that everyone gets for moderately. Like, you know, there's a base level. I would expect if you're listening to the Cuttlefish podcast, you're generally a respectful person. Yeah. Or you understand what respect is. Exactly. Keep it up. Yeah. If you got nephews, nieces, baby brothers, baby sisters, however, man, make sure they know right from wrong. Because it's going to be a lot of their classmates influencing them to do a whole bunch of bullshit. And I tell kids straight up and be like, hey, yo, don't let him get you in trouble. Because <laughs> he telling you to do it, and when you do it, I'm going to be the one to write you up. And that's just how it's going to go. <laughs> There's one kid, and now that is going to sound like me being a dick, but y'all going to hear me out. He's, he's supposed to throw away his food tray. We done. I'm like, yo, you... <laughs> apple seed throw away your food he's he's lagging he ain't listening <laughs> so another kid pushes his food like in his lap and it kind of makes a mess on him and then my supervisor comes with me and it's like hey who uh 
how does this happen? Did, did he, did he, Appleseed make this mess? I'm like, yeah, Appleseed made that mess. And the other kid's like, oh, he, he bowed out for him. But then I made the other kid help him clean it off, so I made, but that, the soup didn't need to see all that. But Appleseed should know when motherfucker, I tell you to throw away your shit, throw it away. We don't have these problems. I mean, some of the kids are my enforcers. I don't know if they do it just because they enjoy it or they think it's going to get them cool points. Some it does, most it don't. <laughs> Weak shit. Yeah, I could. There's so many scenarios. Like, oh, man. Getting nah. people in trouble. Uh, speaking of kids and respect, um, at my job, there's this kid. He must have. Yeah, he was on drugs and. Um, did some crazy shit and led to sexual harassment. Oh. And, uh... That kid. Yeah. Yeah, um... So, the mom must have came back trying to give, um... The sales manager back his jacket because he had credit cards left in there. Because he gave the jacket to the kid when he was, like... I'm not Soaking. Enough. Yeah. I think... He was white Mexican. It's different. People think differently. I suppose. Yeah. Anybody else? Um... Throw you a couple paper towels. You find a cold motherfucker shouldn't have been in the water. <laughs> yeah, so he came back to give the credit cards, but the sales manager he quit his his position. So, yeah, um, I guess he just canceled all his cards and decided to take it from there. He took the L on him, I guess. Yeah, but why would you come to a place of business? Because he's the kid who did mushrooms, right? And came to the Mm -hmm. gym. Mushrooms or whatever the fuck they gave him. He seemed like a pretty slow kid. Oh, that's the people he was hanging with. Because if he was the youngest and they just sent him... But it's like you said... No, he's definitely going to have to take the responsibility for that. Don't let them get you in trouble. Like, you got choices. You had... They didn't put a gun in your head until you make this wild. So don't feel bad when the people are just doing their job. And I don't want to sound like the Nazis. I'm just doing my job. (laughs) That, that's some cold shit like people be like I'm just doing my job there's gotta be a line to that I have to revisit that but yeah I am left just doing my job I'm trying to get through every day make it to Friday but all you motherfuckers wasn't trying to make it to Friday hang on tomorrow's Saturday blessed be to the weekend you're listening to the Cuttlefish Podcast There'll be another episode eventually, just like this one came eventually. Good things come to those who wait, and good content can't be rushed. And like I said, I'm getting these guys should do. Big facts. So, thank you for listening. We bid you adieu. Once again, Colorfish Podcast, CXF, shouts out to you. Peace.